I'm Joe Kane. And I'm Wayne Heckler. And this is the Imperfect Podcast. Don't forget to check us out at hecklercane.com. And sign up to become an Imperfect Podcast Insider. To the bumper. Today's guest is Robert Siglin Paglia. He's an actor in theater, film, TV, commercials, a voiceover artist, an executive producer, as well as a practicing attorney. Talking about diversity, huh? Yeah, the guy does a lot of stuff. Uh, he's very informative. Uh, we met him a few months back at the AFM, and we were able to procure him to come onto the show and give us some information uh, from a lawyer standpoint and from a producer and an actor standpoint. The guy's kind of done it all in the business, which is kind of nice to hear. He's in a cool commercial that pl- <laughs> that was a voted a twenty first best um, commercial for the Super Bowl, actually. Yeah, yeah. He's he's working on a project right now called I Am, uh, which ironically I don't think we actually got to on air. So uh, let's make sure everybody right, goes check out and checks out. that out yeah. uh, on his site. Uh, so I Am is the name of that project. For any filmmaker, he's really a must to listen to this guy. He had really good advice. He's a guy who did things from experience. So it's really very informative, I found. Yeah. He sold a whole bunch of uh, stuff at this point, and he's gotten his uh, projects funded. Um, and he just kind of gives the advice on how to go about doing that. I mean, in, in this day and age, um, it's 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 very difficult to try to figure out how to get your project money, how to get money behind your project. And he's kind of gives you good pieces of advice. So let's go hear from Rob. Rob, welcome to the Imperfect Podcast. Oh, thanks for having me. Well, I'm glad you uh, were able to uh, call in tonight, tonight. Skype in tonight. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we we met back in the AFM a couple weeks ago, uh, a couple months ago at at this point, actually. Um, yep. and, uh, we made contact and, uh, we've been, uh, back and forth a little bit. So, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, you know, basics, uh, on how you got into the movie film industry. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually an attorney. Um, and I started, uh, doing voiceover work, uh, about 12 years ago. Um, I see you did. Led- a, yeah. I'm sorry. I see you did so much on the voiceover, right? You're doing a, I did. A lot I of do. things. Yes. L.A. Dodgers, Mountain Dew, Avis, Budget. I was looking you up saying, all right, he's pretty good doing a lot of stuff. Right. I'm going to put him on the spot. I, I you do, do any character voiceovers? Uh, I did a couple. Yeah, I did, I did, did a couple, couple of uh, um, anime and, you know, uh, smaller characters. Nothing nothing big on, like, Disney or anything like that. So. Okay. Yeah. It's Mostly coming, guys. Ones. Well, yeah. well my, my next question is, can you give us an example? Uh, you got to really put him on the spot. <laughs> really put him on the spot. <laughs> well, I can do accents and stuff, you know. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> I won't. I won't really. Lock Forrest Gump, you know, like the, the, you know, that kind of stuff. But very cool. Whatever, whatever the, whatever. I look at the character and I kind of come up with it. Sure. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Kind of, it's just like on camera. It's the same kind of. It's the same thing. Yeah. Right. Exactly. exactly. It's very it's similar. Wrong. I mean, animation's a little more over the top. Which right. is nice, you know. <laughs> over the top. You putting you're putting your voice in other places. Like wouldn't be in. Like I, I always think of. Um, um, why am I forgetting his name? He, he's Caesar, and um, he does all the, the motion capture stuff. I don't think we Dr- know. Drawing him. a blank. Anyway, he does, <laughs> he does Schmeagel. And <laughs> process, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Process. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Like, yes. He, he does all that live, but it's, it's, it's in essence, he's doing a cartoon voice. Right, exactly. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, 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 I mean, acting, obviously, you're trying to be real on camera with, 
but with animation, you're, you're, you know, you're really taking it to the, surreal. <laughs> to the next level. So you're, look, you're looking really for surreal. Up, real up there. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And you don't have to worry how you look while you're doing that particular right. voice. You could do anything, make your face look the weirdest, anything to yes. get that sound. I try to be in my worry. underwear anytime I'm doing <laughs> voiceover work. <laughs> yeah, he likes to dress. Yeah, well, that, that's true. That's for all voiceover. It doesn't matter what you look like. So, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so, so, Rob, you got into the business. Uh, you started out wait, with the voiceover Wait, let's start back stuff. to school. So, a few things that we have in comedy went to a catholic high school then and yes. then when you went to college you actually had a scholarship for baseball right but yep, what happened with I that i know something happened you had an injury yep i got injured um i actually it was a uh, it was a freak accident uh we it was um like right at the beginning of the season and uh we uh some friends of mine and i decided to go down to the beach because it was st petersburg and um we were following uh couple of guys on a motorcycle mm. and and uh some woman decided she wanted to take a u-turn like from the right lane oh, right in front of the motorcycle and they ended up like hitting and so i ran out of the car like we ran out of the car and the, the motorcycle was the the handlebars were up underneath the fender of the car so oh, a couple of us like it started was leaking gas mm. so a couple of us like grabbed the motorcycle and i instinctively i, I just grabbed it and i grabbed on the, the muffler so I burned my freaking hand like really, oh, really bad. Man. Um, wow. So I was out a couple, two, like two or three weeks, and then by the time I got back, my arm was just not the I same. I couldn't throw. I couldn't throw. I, yeah. I, I threw it out. So yeah. that was the end of my. I came. So what I did was I transferred up to UConn. I played there. And I also went to UConn, so I saw that too. I'm like, that's nice. two things. Very interesting. <laughs> I went for my nice. master's, though, in music and stuff like that. But very, I saw that. Oh, that's interesting. And then what do you do? You have a pretty interesting story. You led to the law business? What did you do? Then I, went to, then I went to law school. Right yes. after that, I, after, I decided I wanted to be a lawyer. Um, and I was practicing, you know, for, uh, I'm still practicing now, but I was having fun making money. Well, I was working a lot of hours. Okay. So mm -hmm. I wanted, and I, I, you know, life was going by. So I was starting to get toward midlife. So that's when I decided I wanted to, I wanted to, I always wanted to be an actor. Yeah. So I, I, I went into the voiceover business, you know, to, I checked it out just by taking an adult ed class just to see what it was like, see if yeah. I liked it. Yeah. And I loved it. Nice. So from there I started, I went on to on camera. It was pretty quick, you know, like within six months when I was starting to do voiceover work, people were like, yeah, you should get your headshot done and just, you know, see what happens. And mm -hmm. so I did. And so I started doing acting work. Um, and then I started taking a lot of, I got really into it, started taking a lot of classes. I still take classes uh, now. And now I'm producing films. I just shot a film this past weekend. Nice. Um, with actually a DP that I met out at AFM. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so blow him up in LA. And um, what's the name of that one? Or you... <laughs> it's, called, it's called Within and Without. Okay, um, and it, it, it's it's going to be a really special film, um, from you know just judging from uh, from the shoot, um, the actors, beside myself, yeah. the actors. Yeah. Are, well, <laughs> we do want to talk about that. Really let's get let's get back <laughs> because that's the project really you're working good, on so. right now. Uh, let's yes. let's talk about uh, one, which is yes. uh, a project that you had sold at um, sold at AFM, I believe, the year before. Or, or a no, couple I, years before? I uh, sold it to the uh, one of the distributors that was at AFM. Gotcha, gotcha. But I, so tell us about that. That's actually one of the reasons I went there to go go meet with those guys. Um, I had uh, well, I had met with them before, uh, but I they wanted me to come out to AFM so to pr start promoting the film and start making more contacts. So that's in post production. That's going to be done in April. Nice. So it's almost done. 
And I just secured very recently um, Evan Evans to compose. He's uh, Bill Evans' son. Bill Evans won a Grammy mm-hmm. sure. back mm-hmm. in the 70s. And of course, yeah. He was piano player for Miles Davis. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he he, decided, he, he agreed to do the, the uh, original score for me. And I'm, I'm really, really excited about it. That's cool. So, um, so he's working on that now. Um, it's in post. Um, it's all shot. It's pretty much done. It's you know it's going through its final passes. So um, April thirtieth, we're shooting to, for it to be finished, cool. uh, right. which it should be. Just um, coming up soon. <laughs> we're coming both very soon. We're both musicians too, so that is exciting. Even just to hear that score is worth it alone. Check this one out. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I'm looking absolutely. forward to checking this film out. He, he yeah, doesn't care about the movie. He just wants to hear the music. <laughs> <laughs> now you've excited well, him. The music. The music will be great. I mean, I'm and Lance sure Hendrickson's in that film, so I was able to get him. Very cool. Um, oh, okay. You know, it, it it's already sold, like you said. So we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about that. Let's let's I'm talk about the process of, of too, actually so. selling a movie. Um, our listeners are, are, are primarily mm-hmm. filmmakers mm-hmm. who are interested in in the process and how how do you go about taking a movie and going okay, I'm going to sell this. Like, what are your yep. first steps? Well, I always tell I, I advise filmmakers too as an attorney so that's actually how i got into the production world nice because i would i did if, if you look at my mdb you'll see i've done a bunch of films as as just attorney where i was just mm-hmm. production attorney um so now i i can advise filmmakers and what i tell them is to start backwards start from the back end figure out where you want the film to go okay and then work from there so if, you, if your goal is distribution you have to set up the film in a way so that you're most likely to get a distributor interested in it. Correct. So that is it not necessarily getting getting a name, but that helps getting a name for, for cameos. You know, yes. that that anything you could do to generate buzz. Getting a good composer, you know, all those things help generate buzz. Uh, the distribution. Also, I, I suppose writing the, the so, correct script that's going to be affordable and um, have the right elements in it that a distributor would look at and go, oh, I want that. Not another, you know, of this movie that has been out there a million times, you know. You'd... Well, exactly. I mean, genre is huge, obviously. Like yeah, there's certain sure. films that you sell easier than other films. So that's something that you, you should research True. and I know think- about or and talk to other people to find out or talk to distributors to find out what's hot now, what's hot, you know, what's not so that you don't waste the money doing a, a film that's in a genre that's not going to sell. Yeah. So that's that's another part of it, like doing the research first. And then you can, it's very it's I'm not going to say it's easy, but it's easier to get it all to get the elements together to get uh, a distributor interested in the film once you work backwards so if I mean, if your goal is to put it in festivals, that that's fine too. Um, but you need, you know, you have to think about that too, because like if you're going to try to get it into Tribeca or one of those big festivals, you're probably going to need a name at least to do a cameo part. Mm-hmm. But you also have to know that, you know, like I'm sure you guys know, Tribeca is not going to take the film if it's if it's been released anywhere on the East Coast. That's right. Yeah, so, you have to be set up previous to, to make sure that this is, we're trying for Tribeca and this is, this is it. This is for this. Right. So don't screen in some little dinky festival, you know, in wherever that on the East Coast, if that's your goal. So you have to know that ahead of time. And then if it's in Tribeca and it gets accepted, then you're, you know, you'll get the interest and you'll get distribution if you don't have it already. Mm-hmm. So, like that that's you just have to be smart about it and plan it out and then it's not it's not as difficult as as you think 
to get a distributor because there's a lot of them out there. They all do different things. They, you know, they all are looking for material. They're all looking for, you know, 4K is hot now. Like they're all looking for 4K stuff. So, right. I mean, there, there's there's many avenues to, to be seen these days if you do it the proper way. Right. Excellent. It makes a lot of sense. I know what you mean. Work backwards, like set your goals first. Like if you're going on, right, you know what you want to go to film festival, you know what you're going to go to distribution. It's just very intelligent. I like what you're saying. And that probably comes from all your education as a lawyer. You did things, you did things very methodical. Is that the word? Experience too. I mean, a lot of filmmakers are just really excited about making the film. So they're like, oh, let's shoot. Let's shoot next week. And they do it. And then Oh, now what do we do? You know, like, <laughs> right. So I got to like tell a, you, a lot of people we've talked to, and they go, I, I, what, "What are you doing with the film?" I, I don't know. I don't right. know. I'm hoping. Right. I'm hoping some right. miracle somebody goes down to my basement and sees it on my my screen <laughs> when I'm showing it on to my family. Right. Exactly. You have to have a plan. You have to have a plan on how you're going to get it bought if that's your goal. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're just making the film, you know, like student films, you're just making it to for class, or if it's a short film that you're doing, that just a see if test out equipment or whatever that that's fine but if it's if it's a commercial film if, if the goal is to sell the film you have to think about think about how to do it exactly and, and by the way i, I only i spent fifty thousand dollars on one okay so yeah it's yeah. not like it's not a huge amount of money and and you know i got evan evans and i got lance hendrickson mm-hmm. and got a distributor so you don't it's put like, it you it's putting the money in the right budget. place right excellent exactly if right. you know what you're doing, right. You got to be focused. You have to have a real plan, like you say. Well, Excellent. that's why you need the plan. Because mm-hmm. if you don't have a plan, then you're not going to be able to budget. And you're not. You're going to start spending. It's going to spin out of control. So you, right. you have to you have to focus it so that uh, you, you spend. You're spending what you need to spend <laughs> in order to sell your film. I think, th- I think this is like great advice for all listeners. Like yeah. this is something everyone should know. It's just, I mean, it almost is common sense, but for a lot of people it's not. So I think your experience is not common sense. It's actually from experience. But it's, I think right. you're doing a great job sharing that with us. Um, let, me, let me ask you this question. When did you, because you also win a commercial, a pretty cool Super Bowl commercial, right? Yes. That was one of the 21st greatest commercials. I watched it and I, I just laughed. I said, see, this is a good one. I remember it, but when I saw it again, then of course it's like seeing it for the first time. And it was pretty right. funny. It made me laugh all over again. So that was pretty cool. Tell us about Thank that. You. How did that happen? Oh, sure. I mean, that's another one of those that funny stories that has that came about. Um, I had done a play with... Um, um, the actress that plays the mom, my wife, in, okay. in, that, yes, in yes. that spot. Yes. And um, I'm actually I'm playing in a golf tournament, and all of a sudden my phone my phone buzzes, and I look over, and, and it's like her name's Jamie. Mm-hmm. It's Jamie, and she's like, "Would you be my husband?" That's what the text said. <laughs> I didn't know you. I made such a great <laughs> impact on you. Impression, I mean, yes. <laughs> I text back and I said, "You do know I'm married." <laughs> so, I have to now up, delete this phone. Goes, yeah. yeah, she goes, "Yes, I know you're married. I want you to be my husband in a commercial." Nice, so, that's cool. So I, I said, "Well, you know, okay, you know, what, what is it?" And she said, "It was a spec commercial for Chevy. Um, it was a commercial. that was being put into the London Film Festival contest." So um, I said, well, you know, let me see the script. And I read it. I, I read the script. I loved it. I saw the the uh, the uh, writer's previous work, and, and I loved it. So right. I'm like, yes, I'll do this. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. So we shot the commercial. They put it into the um, contest for the London Film Festival. Next thing we know, Chevy 
took it out of that and they put it into the contest for the, for the Super Bowl because nice. they loved it so much. <laughs> and then it actually won the contest that got chosen to air during the Super Bowl. Nice. So, and nice. it became a SAG spot. So I, I made tons of money. <laughs> it's, it became SAG you know, oh. because of, well, I was already SAG like six months before, but you know, it may be eligible to join SAG if I, if I hadn't been in. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's just really... because of, of, of a spec spot. And, you know, just because I, I had done a, a play with uh, another actress who it's amazing how still like your paths oh, nice, like nice. cross with people that you meet and you go, okay, I met this guy here. I met this one here. I met this here. And then all of a sudden you start getting phone calls and you start, Hey, I met you at the AFM and now we were on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, well, I mean, well, yeah, I mean it, that, that commercial taught me a couple of things. Number one, whenever I do a job, I always do it like from a hundred percent. It doesn't matter what kind of job it is. If it's a student film, it's an experimental. I don't care. I do. I give all my hundred percent because I want those people to work with me again at mm -hmm. some point. Yeah. Right. And if you're, if you're half-assing it and not giving your all, they're not going to want to work with you again. So, or if you're being difficult on set, you know, all, all those crazy things, mm -hmm. that's the first lesson. The second lesson is that you never know where your projects are going to go. Right. When you, when you show up on set, mm. you, you, you just do your job and then, it's out of your control. If right. you go to Super Bowl, like, yeah. you know, who Anything knows? Happens, so, you just, right. so you just got to do your, your – I do my best for those two reasons because you just never know. So, right. If you call yourself an actor, no matter what, you have to give your all. You're right. You never know where something is going. I just want to say that was really right. funny when the guy's in the commercial action. I just want to comment on it because I was laughing. It's just like he's so excited. He's like this, like, should we tell him? <laughs> and it's like, no, wait till he runs out of steam. It's just so funny. And then the next whole like, we're getting mad. Like it blows so out of control so fast. It's I just loved it, man. It was really cool. So that deserved it. And you were good in it. I, you know, people Thank check you. that out. Any listener, check out his commercial at his website, which he will give to us later. But check it out. It's pretty cool. Well, Thank now you. getting into the distribution end of it and getting the making the contacts at an actual distribution place. Uh, sure. What are the what is the process that you go through? Uh, I mean, there's people who go out there and they, they they send blank you know letters and and form letters and go okay well you know and make phone calls and uh, do you have a specific type of process that you've gone gone through to get your distribution? Yes, um, I'm, there's it happens different ways. The most important one of the most important things that a, a filmmaker should do is put their project up on IMDb. Mm -hmm. Put it sure. up like while it's before you make it. Put it up. Okay. Say it's yeah. in development. I've heard filmmakers do some kind of crazy things where they'll, they'll put like a bunch of names as rumored. Which is kind of, you know, I think it's kind of uh, broad, but sure. they do that to get yeah, the buzz. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So, but I mean, you want to get, you want to have exposure because like Adler, the the, the um, place that uh, is distributing one found me. Okay. Adler and Associates. Were, there was like three or four places that were be because I had Lance. That's the reason. Okay. Like, so I knew, I knew going in that Lance is really big in foreign sales. He's like really big in Japan, and he's he's he is the sci-fi guy. Oh, nice, mm -hmm. nice. So because I, I had I done a couple of films with with Lance okay. before I, I did one, so um, I knew that distributors would be interested in in that film because of him. So. Okay. That that was that's one way to 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 do it. So if, if you, I mean that's one of the reasons why it's worth the money to pay for a cameo for a name, mm -hmm. because yeah. you can get that you get that you can generate the buzz. Same thing when I was it's along the same lines of you know putting rumored up 
Yeah. You know, so yeah. You're getting a bunch of names to say rumored, you know, even though. Well, it, if you actually you get them as the cameo, they're them. actually in it. So that's a little <laughs> better than rumored. <laughs> oh, exactly. Exactly. But it's the same idea is, is to generate the buzz so that, the, you know, the, the industry starts sure, to recognize and, and the that's distributors start to recognize the film. That's, and that's it. My next film, I'm putting right. rumored Tom Cruise. I don't <laughs> care what it is. <laughs> no, a lot of times. Oh, it's, if it's it a project, <laughs> if a project suits somebody and they hear like, "Hey, maybe that is a pretty cool role," you could end up working with them anyway. You know that happens a lot, also. It's an all-female well, all cast, could, but Tom Cruise is rumored to be in it. <laughs> That's even better. I like that better, Joe. Well, the other thing about names is, if you have the money, you can pretty much get Correct. any names you want. Anyway, yeah, I right. Mean, it's if the script is good, project is good. You, you know, and you have the money, that's the key, like getting sure. the money. Absolutely. So, and that's the chicken and the egg game is getting the money, getting the the actor, getting the distributor, and you know, getting the financing and lining right. them all, lining them all up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a it's a I call it a puzzle or you know a juggling game or right. whatever. It's, it's there's a skill a real skill to it, right? There's definitely real skill. Yeah, it's to delicate. It. Yes, it's delicate. It's delicate. Well, when we saw but you back doable. in AFM, you had literally walked out of a meeting with uh, with your distributor and gotten a distribu- distribution deal on a second film that you haven't even like shot. Financing deal. A, fi- a financing, financing deal. deal. Sorry. Nice. Yeah. A work. financing deal with <laughs> yeah. for that, and you you were very gloating and happy at that point, which <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> um, yeah, you know. I, did, I didn't expect that. That was another thing that was out of the blue. Um, nice. Because when I, I you know like I said, Adler asked me to come so I can talk to them more face to face and to um, adopt them on what was going on. So when I went there, um, I went, I got the, uh, the platinum badge so I could be there for the whole week. Nice. So I was there like Thursday, Wednesday actually. But yeah. I went up and talked to, to Mark Belasco, who was the, uh, my contact mm-hmm. at the, uh, at the distributor. And he's like, you should go and start at the top floor and get your law cards and walk around and hand them out to every single place, every single exhibitor. Mm-hmm. You know, over the next couple of days, and he and he said, especially ones, people that, um, you know, uh, production companies that are presenting because then they're trying to sell their film. Mm-hmm. And he said, you'll end up with clients. Right. So I said, okay. And he was right. <laughs> so I, that's what I did. I started at the top. I went all the way through the, the whole place. I gave out a whole bunch of cards. I got a whole bunch of cards. One of the places was um, Bitcoin. Nice. Okay. Uh, Bitcoin funding, and mm-hmm. they were there. So you know, I, I gave them my card and t- started talking to them, and he, and they were like, "Well, do you have any projects you're working on now?" And I was like, uh, "As a matter of fact, I am," mm. which also reinforces the the, the the Boy Scout motto: "Be always be prepared." To yeah, me, yeah, yeah. Because I had I had the folder with me, I pulled it right out. I was like, "Yeah, I am actually." And here here it is. Here's mm. the budget. Here's uh, here's you know here's this. I'll send you the script if you want it. Here's the top sheet. You know, we and he, we sat down. I, I told him about Adler. I told him about one, and so then they they said that they would uh, they're interested in financing my that film. So, nice. so like it was something unexpected. I wasn't I wasn't there. I mean, obviously it would be great if I could have done it, but I wasn't I wasn't there. That wasn't my goal. My goal was just to make contacts and to hand out my cards. Which is ironic because so how many people I, are I got, there? Like I got a lot of. Sorry. No, no. no. <laughs> I was saying it's ironic because how many people are there going, I need to sell my film. I need to sell my film. And you're like, here's a card. Here's right. a card. Oh, I sold my film. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, excellent. See what happens when you have a strategy. Yeah, no, exactly. right? it, yeah, you don't know where it goes. Yeah, I mean, it, oh, okay. it's all about making the contacts for me. Like when I, when I, when I make the contacts, that's, I, I know that um, if I don't, 
if I'm not, I'm, I, well, first of all, I'm not there asking for anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. I'm there just literally to make contacts with them and meet them so that if something comes about in the future where we can work together, great. But I'm not there. You know, a lot of, that's the other thing that a lot of filmmakers do and, you know, pretty much all artists, they, they look like they, you know, hire me. Uh, you need to do something for me. Hire me, uh, give me money. You know, mm-hmm. you, it's more about what you can do, what you can provide to them. Like the service you can provide to them, then it becomes a kind of a two-way street, and then it makes it makes doing everything much easier. So it makes getting financing easier. It makes getting your distributor easier. It makes getting your actors easier. All of those things. I was. I actually got got that piece of advice that you know, go in with the attitude. What can I do for you? And you know, that's that's. I got that advice pretty recently. Uh, actually, be- just before we went to AFM, and that was like a, a whole thing. Like, what can I do for you? And that was kind of our 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 look on how it goes. We can we can provide this. We can do this. We can help you with this. And you get a lot better reception with that. So I, exactly, I mean, exactly, because because you're 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 acting like you're a partner with them and not needy. Correct. Mm-hmm. Right. Not what you could, you know, I need you. I need you. I need you to do this for me. No, right. that's not. That's, like, that's the wrong attitude. <laughs> right. That's the wrong attitude. <laughs> it's more it's we're partners. You know, I, I can help. I know that you can help me and I can help you. You know, that yeah. that's it's much. I mean, people are more receptive to that. You know, it's it's that's the way the world's built. Yeah. Is, you know, exactly. And that's the way people get ahead is by, you know, helping. You have to help other people. I mean, the. the and that's what filmmaking is about, anyway. Right. You're, or law. It's about really. It's, it's about others. It's it's giving your 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 message or giving advice. So you you know that's how that's how you meet people, and that's how you get them to want to work with you. So. Right. It's funny. One thing I really admire is because you did it also the right way. It's almost like the way you were saying to get the film made is almost what you did. You became a lawyer because now at least you could finance yourself. Because, you know, in real life, you can't just jump into the the film industry and say, you know, please make this. So it's like you feel settled first in your life. And it's like, wait, but I really love film and I want to make it. And now you found a way to combine the two. So you feel free enough that you have the money for sustainability. And now let me bring this creativeness to it and I, now you LinkedIn you could do both you're selling yourself helping right. others sell and yourself so <laughs> kudos. kudos I do mean that Robert doing well. tell us uh, tell us how you're people welcome. can get in touch with you uh, Twitter uh, websites and keep track of your career and how you're doing sure yeah uh, my website's Rob Paglia P-A-G-L-I-A dot com that's my SAG name that's your SAG name <laughs> <laughs> or they could go to R O B S C I G E S Q Robsgigesk dot com. That's my law site. Uh, Rob, I'm basically Rob Sig across across the board. R O B S C I G Twitter, Facebook, uh, all, all the you know, and all of the all the social media sites. Um, I'm on IMDb, so you can look look me up there, and uh, uh, it's it's easy to find me on, online. I'm all over the place. Excellent. Excellent. Hey, so I, I, yeah, sorry. I know we're wrapping it up, but I do want to give you um, one shot. Just um, any, the most current things that you're working on right now that we didn't discuss. Is there anything else in the pike for you right now? Oh, I have so many projects. I'm doing a, I'm doing a pilot too, which I actually made a con 
contact out at um, AFM with who's a production company um, from New York. Nice. And so I, I said, it's funny, I set up a meeting with them, you know, even though I'm right here, I'm in Connecticut. I'm like, I go to New York all the time. Sure. Um, but that was one of the reasons I wanted to meet them. But they're a legitimate uh, TV. They have a lot of TV contacts. So that's another project that I'm working on that. Uh, and I, I'm close to getting the financing to that for that, for the whole series. Nice. Mm-hmm. We're nice. going to do 10. All right. Nice. To shoot. So, and on the, around that too. So that that's another project that I'm working on. So and I have a couple of short films that I want to do in the next uh, few months. So, all right, nice. I have a lot going on. Yeah, it sounds very exciting. You know, I definitely we both wish you well. You yeah. know, in both careers, <laughs> law and the film, and <laughs> so we Thank definitely you. wish you well. And definitely, guys, please check him out. Look at his website, his Twitter, all of that. And I just want to say you are very informative to our audience. If they take heed of this, look out, Hollywood. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, anyone who needs help, I, I mean, I can help any filmmaker that that just wants to chat and get advice, and you know, I'd be glad to to do it. So, sounds good, Rob. Thank you so much for spending spending tonight with us. We'll talk to you. Thank soon. you very much. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you.